It's time to take the quiz. Five questions, five minutes a day, five days a week. Take the quiz every weekday at thequiz.fox and then listen to the quiz podcast to find out how you did. Play, share, and of course, listen to the quiz at thequiz.fox. What it is, welcome to the three wise men with a question mark. I could not be more excited today. Uh, joining us is, uh, of course, Cousin Trevor and um, my brother from another mother, Kevin Kylie. But I am excited because one of my favorite human beings on the planet is joining us today. He's has a million names and a million moves, but uh, he is PJ forever to me. So PJ Black is with us today. Uh, PJ, yes. thanks for joining us. So I oh, just thanks for having me, man. No, well, first of all, you cannot have a podcast during Shark Week <laughs> without having PJ on. That's number one. Uh, one of the greatest adventures of my life was uh, set up by uh, PJ. But before we get into all of that, man, like you have one of the best stories. Uh, you have one of the best coming to America stories ever. So people have followed your career. I mean, Nexus, uh, great singles career, great international star, one of the nicest slash toughest guys I've ever been in the mm-hmm. ring with. Yeah. I, I've single-handedly seen a guy try to take liberties, get knocked out, and PJ wake him up and help him win. That's oh, I'm how, that story. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> P- maybe, maybe P- we'll PJ story, PJ was man. the only one that believed in me. Well, there was a couple others when I was in FCW. PJ, PJ believes PJ, in everybody. Yeah, PJ had he goes. You know what? I'm going to give this kid a shot. And yeah. God bless you for that. Yeah. You know, Sorry, I didn't mean to. No, no, no. You know the first that. thing. I have an, I have an eye for talent. Hey, Trevor. You know what the first thing he said to yeah. me when I met him? <laughs> What's that? So uh, I had just come back to FCW for the first time, and uh, PJ was the FCW heavyweight champion. And we get his practice, and we get in the ring, and I'm meeting everybody. And the first thing he says to me is like, hey, you got to earn a title shot, bro. I was like, what? Nice to meet you. Yes. Yes. Make them work for it, boys. Yes. Yeah. So so here's the thing, right? So when I got to FCW, I was just like one of the – one of the the foreign kids so nobody kind of knew what i was all about right and like everyone was kind of like trying to bully me or trying to haze me or whatever the terms are and then as soon as i had my first match everyone was like oh whoa this guy's legit and then you know two months later i was the champion and everyone was like kind of like not sucking up to me but i was kind of like playing that character i was like i mean tyrus is my boy but like hey man you got you're gonna you're gonna have to earn the shot <laughs> yeah. Let's That's and great. just so everyone has the image, Trevor. I know you like to be considered the handsome guy. Uh, oh, yes, of course. PJ was just was it just an angel? Yes, yes. Yeah, it was just an angel. Uh, just an yep. angel, yep. and he looked. Like, like an, an angel. angel. Like he, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that. Well, that's, you know, that's only the character, man, yeah, right? Prettiest yeah. man I ever saw. Yeah. Like, uh, well, isn't that worth, though, getting your ass kicked by somebody prettier than you that you cannot do anything about? The nice <laughs> news is, is before you fade to black, there's a handsome yeah. smile sending you on your way. <laughs> right. yes. Well, and it sounds like there's one welcoming you, too, to wake up. Like, well, yeah, hey, thanks, man. man. Thanks for yeah. putting me out. But so, and, and you're... Your uh, father, rest his soul, was a legend in in uh, Africa, and so uh-huh. you were uh, second generation. But you had a, uh, an amazing legacy already in Africa. What made you come to the states? Well, it was, it was always my dad's dream. To my dad ran a promotion out there, and it was always his dream for me to go, 
you know, go to the dojo in Japan, go to Mexico for a little bit, go to the U.S., you know, build that that uh, that name and then come back and then take over the company. Unfortunately, in 99, my dad got shot and uh, I was 18 at the time and everyone expected me to take over the company. And I, I, was, I was a child. I was 18. All I wanted to do was wrestle, you know, so I kind of like just packed my bags, went to Europe. Um, you know, family and friends were really upset with me. But uh, fast forward five years later, I went back. I went back to South Africa and there was a, a company called WWP and they had a TV deal. So I was like, oh, okay, cool. Let me work here for a little while. I'll give myself three years to get signed, you know, and I tried everything I could, you know, go to the gym, study tapes, do, do whatever you need to do, you know, make new gear, like create these characters, practice promos, whatever you need to do. And uh, everyone said I couldn't make it, including my mom. My mom's like, nobody from South Africa has ever made it. So what makes you think you can make it? And I was like, exactly. Uh, then I'll be the first. I've always yeah, been a contrarian my whole life, you know. So and um, yeah, it, it took me three years and a lot of calls and emails. Back then, I was sending like tapes and discs to the head office. I think I sent it to every single person whose name I can find. I can find in Stanford, you know, like I, I sent it, I probably sent like 40, 50, 60 tapes. And I remember coming down for my tryout in uh, FCW and uh, Dr. Tom and Steve Kern, they, they had the box full of tapes and they, uh, they were like, we know who you are. You're the guy from the jungle because my promo photo, <laughs> I was in front of this massive tree. So they just always thought I was a dude from the jungle. Tarzan. <laughs> yeah. But he's too handsome now. to be Tarzan. Like he, he just, like, you yeah, just got to give it up to him. Like you just got to give it up to you him. You became champion real quick, I remember, right? When, I mean, when, when you came to FCW, you were champion within a month or two. Is that correct? Yeah. Or, yeah. That's no, correct. I remember, like a month yeah. or two or something. And, and, yeah. and on TV within 10 months, I think. Right. Nexus happened within 10 months. That was a, it was a, well, understand that, was that fun time in my life. Yeah. Attendance was up. We had like 70% <laughs> women coming to wrestling shows. Yeah. Well, we did after he took the you title, guys, right? Yeah. Guys, <laughs> guys, <laughs> wives, <laughs> guys, wives who would never go to their own shows started showing up. Yeah. And the glow sticks and the, and the, and the, the techno music. Yeah. yeah, the techno music and the glow sticks help too. Well, and the fact that you know, there's <laughs> several different types of, of wrestlers, and PJ is like a hybrid because he can fly with the smallest guy, right? right. But then he can get in a ring with me and his kicks and his size. He's not a little guy, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like he's that he's that hybrid. He's, he can ground and pound with you. He can street with you, but then he's going to do a 450 off the top rope that like is just yeah. elegant and not that stiff. Uh, so he's just, he's one, he's a triple he's threat in terms yeah. of, yeah, he's a complete, a complete wrestler, but he's not, he's not a greedy wrestler. Right. Like in terms of like, whenever I worked him, he never said, I have to get this and this in. Right. Because he knew what he was, all his stuff was well, crisp. Yeah. And I, I remember PJ, I was kind of on the fence. Right. And I mean, I, I loved wrestling. I wanted to be there. I was working very hard, but, but there were different opinions, right. Ab about my ability to work about, you know, I, I always thought I could speak pretty well, but I, I do remember PJ, you, you either went to Steve Kern or Dr. Tom or both of them. And you said, Hey, let me, let me get a match with, uh, with old Alex Riley. Right. You know, and, and let me see what I can do with him. And, and you were the champ at the time, man. So I always appreciate that. You know that was, and, and we I did. did it. We did have good matches, brother, and and, uh, and I, I believe I took the title off you. Did I wow. not? Yeah. Wow. So yeah. he didn't oh, earn it. I did. He didn't I, earn I, it. I did. You did not <laughs> earn it. But I might. I took it off you with a microphone. Nobody yeah, ever said like, I was yeah, a better worker brother. than you. Now though, yeah. you know. <laughs> so yeah, no, but 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 brother, no, I mean, but from like, yeah, from my heart, man, I appreciate that. You put a good word for me. 
You know what I mean? That backfired. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know. Well, yeah. it was it was kind of funny. You, know, you, get, you get all these all these extra perks. So they were like, yeah. "Hey, who do you want to work? What kind of storyline you want to be in? What do you want to do?" So you know, yeah. I was I knew who the top guys were, but I was like, "Hey, give me like give me some of these kids because I, I I saw so much right. potential. I thought I really thought that Kev could be the next John Cena. You know, just the yeah. way the the charisma, the way he moved. You know, and he could he was an athlete too because usually guys like that are kind of awkward in the ring. But he had the whole package, and I was like, right. "Dr. Tom, give me him." And Doc, Doc looked at me, and he's like, Are "Yeah, you sure, man." Yeah, I remember <laughs> you telling me that they were like, like, "Yeah, I don't yeah. know." And I was yeah. like, "Yeah, I promise you, I can pull a, a good match out of yeah. him." And I, and I believe we had some fantastic matches. Yeah, we did. I I, I thought that uh, I had some of the best matches. And yeah, if not the best matches of my career with you, man. So you know, God bless you. Thank you. Hey, yeah. Trevor, let me ask you this because um... so many people say that about me. Thanks, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah, I'm on a list. I know. I know. Trevor, let me ask you this. Uh, you know how PJ did, how he picked some guy who was like, he's like, this guy has talent. He's just not getting an opportunity uh, and I can pull out. How many times have you been in that situation, uh, especially you being a Harley guy, to where now when you work, when you pick somebody, do you do that or you always work the top guys wherever you go? No, I definitely want to work that guy who's been like obviously working his butt off but hasn't given that shot that's how i've made my whole career you know what i mean i've worked hard but it took it took that one guy going hey listen he needs an opportunity just like everybody else and because they gave me that opportunity i was elevated to the next level so it's in my opinion it's that's our job right like we're supposed to take the younger guys that we know have talent and try to help elevate them um, it just sucks that we are in a business full of egos and that doesn't get highlighted very much. Because that's the thing. Uh, that's the thing I think I always loved about PJ. It was, I don't think there was ever a time where I ever, now m- inside and what he did at home was different, but he never, we call it selling it. He never sold any of the ego stuff. Yeah. And when you are a guy as talented as PJ is, who looks like PJ does, there is going to be venom because he just walks in the room and the ladies start cheering, you know, and then he gets in the ring and wrestles, the guys start cheering, you know, so you're going to have that target Mm -hmm. on your back. And it's, I think it's really cool that you didn't pass the savings down the hill because you see that they call it the the grizzled or the bitter, the bitter vet, you know, and uh, you never, I, I can't remember. And I know I was one of the most irritable people on the planet. Uh, at times when things weren't going necessarily my way or what I perceived to be my way. Uh, you always, was it just your, because getting to know you on a personal level, I know you do a lot of, you're about Zen and like just focus and, and, and so, is it difficult? Was that something you learned over time? Like how did you become a, I always called you room temperature. Like he's always room temperature. You're not going to get him hot and you're not going to get him cold. He's just, he's going to smile. Even when he whoops you, he's got the same smile. Sounds like the perfect guy for the locker room. Oh yeah. Yeah. Hey, thanks for, thanks for putting me over like that. I don't know why you're sucking up to me like that. Is it, is it because you're scared? <laughs> I don't have to suck at you. I'm the reigning, defending, undefeated <laughs> oh, NWA world television PJ. champion, <laughs> New York times bestseller. <laughs> I don't have to, so I'm, Hey, I'm paying. You are a good just friend. Just telling the truth just over here, PJ. Truth. Just telling the truth. Don't play that home. Humble no, stuff did. with yeah, us. I, I <laughs> like, oh, thanks. geez, thanks, guys. I had no idea I was so incredibly good looking. Yeah. None of us said incredible. Yeah. None of us said incredible. I mean, but I'm that's more cool. Referring to the toughness, but you know that that's because I grew up on the streets. You know, the, the streets of the jungle. It's, you, uh, it's, it's a different game world. recognizes PJ, you, PJ, game. PJ, you told me when when I first met you that that in in your country that the giraffes. Do you remember this? Uh, are painting. I the, did. And yeah, and I and I. <laughs> 
<laughs> PJ, come on now. Oh, PJ you're taking advantage, you're taking advantage of my, 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 maybe my low-level intelligence there. Yeah, I want to hear this story, Kevin. Tell it. He, he told me that the giraffes were pointing the line, the painting the street. What was it? The lines on the street. You the know, divider line? The lines in the streak of the road? Yeah. I he said, in my country, I said, what's it Jew? like over there in South Africa? He goes, well, you know, in, in, in my country, the, there's a giraffe and there's a guy that hangs on a wagon in the back of giraffe and he actually paints the lines in the middle of the street. <laughs> and I either believed him or I, was, or I was too nice to argue or didn't know what no, the heck was going on. Or, you, you know, I don't him. know, but I remember that. Yeah. So, you know. I know. I, I didn't think <laughs> at the stage, at, at the time, I didn't think Kevin believed me, but like two years later, I had, I had dinner with his parents. <laughs> <laughs> and his parents told me the story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We all, we all miss you over here, PJ. It's my like, mom included. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Were you too Kevin nice to tell him the truth, or did you keep it going? It was, it was a poor Kevin no, moment, I, just I think. I he knew I was ribbing. I, just, I, was, I thought he knew. <laughs> uh, the, the good old days the when you had days. the I just want to giraffe drawing horse carts. Right. Head. Like, you had, to, you had to have pictured this in your head, right? I'm Kevin, picturing like, it right now. Him. Yeah. I know, right? Like, Me too. Like, Has that ever even been done? Have you ever seen a, a, a <laughs> giraffe pulling a wagon? Has it, anyone even? It was something like that. You know, I don't know if that was the exact terminology, but it was oh, like it you know we're be. we're still hand painting the, uh, the, <laughs> the 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 lines in the center of the road, and I was either I don't know what the heck was going on. I just didn't argue it, maybe, but anyway, I'll never forget that. I mean, I mean, usually when I tell people that, they go, "Why do you need to do that if you have roads?" <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, that would kind of. Yeah. Throw it off. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, Kevin's been a lot of things. and uh, Gullible is Gullible one of them at times. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's just, all there, yeah, just not to that extent. Yes, we yeah. have. Yes, we have. Um, uh, Wyndham once convinced me that uh, Hershey's Park, you know, the theme park, yeah. Yeah. convinced me, or he told me that all the rides smelled and tasted <laughs> like chocolate. And I believed him for like a month straight. Yeah. This is when I just came to the U.S. Yeah, Wyndham was good. Wyndham, or a lot of people know him as Bray Wyatt. Uh, he he was good at painting a picture. Like yeah. you would, yeah, all this, the streets are paved with chocolate. I was just putting over your story, PJ. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? I was just trying yeah, to do the best that. I could. Yeah. Kevin, Kevin's a little sensitive. <laughs> I, think, I think he looks back at it now going, man, yeah, I, yeah, hey, we've all yeah, been there. Right, but at least right. you didn't make one of the decisions where you got to raise it afterwards. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Right, so, right. <laughs> oh man, uh, I always loved you. I always loved your attitude. And um, so eventually he gets uh, called up and he's in NXT. And I remember, uh, <laughs> and then he's, and then we're touring and stuff. And uh, I get called up. And at this time, I'm now tagging with Tenzai and we're going to South Africa. And uh, PJ was like, oh, stick with me like because yeah. he's basically going to a hometown kind of like a hometown kind of thing he knows everything there and uh well so so, so tenzai knew this before i even knew it he goes hey man i heard we're going to south africa you better make me go shark cage diving when we're there and i was like what we're going to south africa yeah he was <laughs> he was slowly transitioning to office he didn't tell anybody but yeah so when you said it i was like oh i'm in I, i'm in you know and uh we get there and i i can't even i don't think i thought about one match the whole time I was there, I was just trying to think what adventures I was going to do with PJ. This I, had the, I, had the cho I had the choppers pick us all up at the, yes. at the hotel. That was a that Yeah, was I saw photos story. of that. So you guys can actually go, if you guys go on YouTube, just type in WWE Shock Attack, and that video comes up, and it's a fantastic video, actually. I, I show it to a lot of people. Like it, uh, it still holds up today. Hold it right there. We'll be back in a bit. 
from the Fox News Podcasts Network. I'm Janice Dean, Fox News Senior Meteorologist. Be sure to subscribe to the Janice Dean Podcast at foxnewspodcast.com or wherever you listen to your podcasts. And don't forget to spread the sunshine. This is the trip that I never forget this. This is the trip where they came to me right before we were about to leave and they said, Kev or Alex, whatever it was. Yeah. They said, you're, you're going to be a commentator now forever and you're not going on that trip. And I was like, oh, I was heartbroken. Yeah. Yeah. Because I remember I was like, because I had ju- to be with PJ. Yes. Because I had just been talking to PJ and he's like, we got all this set up for sharks and blah, blah, blah. And lions. And, yeah. And giraffes, you know, and, and all the, the whole thing. And then they were like, Kev, I'll never forget it. They were like, Kev, uh, you're staying for this one. And I was like, oh, damn. So glad y'all had fun, though. Well, uh, first of all, a lot of people, I don't think they realize how beautiful Africa is. Yeah. Until you're there. Like, I, my breath was taken away. I, I literally was like, sell all the shit, we're staying. I st- <laughs> The hotel that we stayed at, Trevor, might have been the most peaceful, beautiful view I've ever had. We are staying there, and I got lucky. I got one of the rooms overlooking the beach and uh, the water. But the temperature is, like, you leave the windows open. It's not, like, you're not sweating. And you're not cold, and you can hear the ocean all night, and then occasionally there's like a breeze coming in, and then you look out, oh, and there's perfect. this beautiful water, and it's just, and it was a lighthouse, and I still have pictures of it, and I was like, this is it, like this is the pinnacle of of making it, and what I thought, and uh, I was just so impressed uh, of just the infrastructure and like how friendly everybody was, and it was just a really Nice place because a lot of times the media, you never see that, especially when you think of like South Africa, you only hear the negative stuff. Right. You never hear about the well, beautiful beaches and, 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 and the wildlife It's unbelievable, you know, and well, the city, everybody says Africa, and they, they show all the worst parts. They don't say right. South Africa and show all the beautiful parts of Africa that no one really gets a chance to see. So yeah, we, and, and they do the same on, on the TV in Africa. We only see the bad parts of America, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. horrible. Like, right. that's the <laughs> Why are we not showing the good parts of where we live at and share that amongst each other? Well, that's where you keep everyone to stay. (laughs) (laughs) What a rib. Yeah. It's funny. So so many wrestlers' favorite place is Cape Town. Like, if you ask Bret Hart, his favorite place in the world, he'll say Cape Town. He actually tried to buy a house there a few years ago, still tried try to buy a house there he um he actually goes whenever wwe goes on tour he joins the tour he just sits backstage a lot of the times uh if you ask a lot of guys chavo rikishi ask them what their favorite places and they all say cape town yes it was my favorite place the crowds were great uh they and again the adventure now tenzai and i were so big we had to take our own helicopter we couldn't fly with the rest of the group <laughs> so we had well, to- now now let me as as gullible as i am is that true i is, have the photos a, yeah, that's no. true okay justin, See, now that, and, yeah. and, and justin had to sweet talk pj right. had to sweet talk him because they're like you guys are too big uh, yeah. you're not gonna be able to go yeah. but when you're an angel right. you can make people change their mind <laughs> yeah. so, well he's like brad pitt over there yeah, i heard yeah. i never got to witness it yeah, which is oh, very yeah. sad but no oh, I, heard, yeah. Yeah, I heard oh yeah i heard it's another and level rock they star added yeah. another helicopter oh my think goodness. about that i was just gonna say that i was just gonna tell you the story so we had to add an extra helicopter because um obviously because of fuel issues we have to measure <laughs> like the, the weight right so we were like four to six people in a helicopter but tenzai and tyrus had their own helicopter because of um you know, fuel efficiency and uh, body weight, <laughs> <laughs> BMI or whatever you want to call it. <laughs> yeah, we had a combined BMA, uh, BMI, I think about 400. <laughs> but it was, hey, I that like, helicopter ride. Put those two guys in the helicopter that looks like it's going to crash. Like, put us all in the safe ones. <laughs> Thanks. But the view, 
Now the the shark experience itself was amazing, but it, the journey, the first of all, flying up there on the helicopter was awesome. But then when you look down, the water's so clear, like we were seeing whales, and then we see this ominous figure swimming about maybe ten feet from the shore, and the the helicopter was like a guide. He's like, oh yeah, that's a sixteen foot great white, and we're seeing how close these big monsters are swimming around shallow water casually and I remember I looked at Tenzai and I said I'm not getting in this ocean for nothing like these guys are just rolling everywhere and it was I mean it was like a whole ecosystem we could see everything and we saw pods of furrow seals and stuff and uh, then eventually we get to this place and it's it's just awesome you know and and it was another adventure getting us in wetsuits but uh, they did get us in these they did have giant wetsuits for us and uh, we, it was they funny. Had for your, they had them for you and Tenzai? Yes, they had them for us, me and Tenzai. Well, I set this up, I set this up like a month before, right? So I, I made sure they had it. I told this lady, I was like, yo, there's some really big dudes coming. Make sure you have gear for them. And she's like, no, don't worry, love, we got them. And then uh, <laughs> like a week before, I was like, just make sure this is the size we need. And she's like, oh my gosh, that's the size we need. <laughs> so, uh, but she made it work. We, we, we made it work. Yeah, they were, they were slimming also so i actually was thinking about wearing that fashionably like it was uh <laughs> first time i was ever actually in a wetsuit usually i'd just be like just give me the goggles i'll just be cold i'm not worried about it and even the boat ride out there they had the, the they had skewers these big giant seagulls that would do tricks for sandwiches and stuff you throw it up they catch it or whatever but inside they had a video camera kevin where they would show you like trips coming in yeah. and uh you would see a lot of times the the fur seals who get hit you know, while they're out there. Okay. And a great yeah. white hits him. And there was one in particular, he was doing all kinds of moves, right? He just left, yeah. right, zigzag, whatever. And another one hit him and he basically bit him in half. Ugh. And, you know, and it's not like, you know, Ugh. in TV when it happens, they oh, go, it yeah. goes so away. In, in, but in, these in real dudes, time. These dudes, it's a while. Yikes. It's a long, and the shark just kind of circles and waits. Yeah. And the sea lion doesn't give up. Ugh. Even though half his ass is floating to the bottom of the ocean, oh, the other top, he's still trying. <laughs> he's still trying. He ain't giving yeah. up. If I could just the jungle. If I could just get to shore, everything yeah. will be fine. Oh my but then there was one video that they kept on a loop where a first seal had figured out he was dodging and stuff and hopped up on the boat. And just got up on the boat and was like, go to shore. <laughs> Time that I be human now. Pet me. Do whatever you want, bro. Yeah. Just tag me. Right. Just don't bore me yeah. and get me to shore. I'm coming with y'all. So yeah. They were like, don't be afraid if a fur seal jumps up on the boat because they figured out right. they'll use the boat to get away from the shark. So right. we were like, all right, cool. We got out there. Which is smart on their part. Yeah, but we we got. And here's the thing: all these big bad wrestlers, right? And there was guys talking trash, right? And uh, yeah. I remember Randy Orton and Swagger were like, "We're you know going to do this. We're going to do that." Right. Once, first of all, just getting on the boat, half the crew. Uh, I remember Thaddeus kept throwing up. Hager got sick. Orton got sick. Everyone got uh, sick. Everyone yeah, got I didn't. I did not. Fight. I was very proud. Even me, like we were, we were making fun of everyone getting sick, and and then. I was the last person to get sick. And as I was making fun of someone like Lillian, uh, I just got sick. (laughs) Obviously, the camera guys caught that. Yeah. And uh, I was, I had been, I was just focused. Because I was at a point in my life to where 
And A-Rod will tell you, A-Rod will be telling a story, and I would interrupt him going, guys, life isn't life just too long? Yes, it was. The, I remember that. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> we wanted a button to go yeah, out on top. Like, yep, you know, I remember. It's, life is great. It's, it's just, just a, a little Peak and valley-ish right, right, for right, me. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. And new heavyweight <laughs> champion of the world. Well, that's my time. That's it. Later, yeah. Marks. Hit the button. <laughs> right. I'm done, right? right. Yeah, I go out right. on a high note. Yeah. And I, I thought, remember. what a better way to go. If a great white just got you, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. Even the, the sea turtle, even the, <laughs> the uh, first seal getting bit in half didn't deter me. And right. they were like, now I wasn't suicidal, but I wasn't, <laughs> I wasn't opposed to being a part of the food chain. There you know you what I'm saying? Like, right. if you're gonna well, there's, go a, out, there's a huge difference. Yeah. Door, boys. <laughs> I got chewed up by a shark. Tyrus was a stud, you know, and, uh, way to go out. life insurance policies and stuff. You get eaten by a shark. You can't say I was asking for it. You know, like, so we get out there and the guy's like, there's one rule. You don't stick your hand outside the cage. And uh, a lot of like, I I want, I don't want to say half, but it was like maybe three or four guys got out there. And the first time they saw the fin, when the guy was slapping the tuna on the water and the first 12 footer came by done, not going in the water. (laughs) I even think, and not even as a joke. Because, you know, uh, Orton has that, like, every once in a while you can hear his his St. Louis draw. Right. And he's like, we're going to need a bigger boat. <laughs> like, and I'm like, did you, did you guys go down in a cage? We and, went in and, the cage. And, and I they, went in the cage. And, yes. and the shark would swim around and just, right in front of you. So here's the thing. Yeah. As big as they are, you're not seeing them in the water. Uh, oh, until you, they get right like up on the cage. 10 feet away. Yeah, you that's... cannot see them. Wow. So I went under, and this and a, it was a huge female. And... She came up on the side and just disappeared. Right, and everyone and I was just like, "Where did where did she go?" Now you had you'd go under in the cage and then you'd come up for air. Okay, and you'd go back down. Okay, so but I've always been pretty good swimmer, so I can hold my breath for a pretty good long time. So right. and I was practicing in my bathtub gotcha. the night before. Okay, right. Yeah. So I was yeah. like holding excited. my breath. Up. Just so you know, I didn't fit in the bathtub. So just get a visual <laughs> of me trying to dunk. My... <laughs> so. I go under and I'm like watching this. Yeah. And I started tapping on the cage. I started tapping on the cage because I'm like, I'm going to pet a great white. I'm going to do it. Damned to hell. I'm going to do it. I see her. I tap. She disappeared. She's gone. Then I'm talking seven, eight inches right there on the side. Her eye, she's so close, her eyelid rolls back. Right. And I'm just, it was like slow motion as I reached out. And as I just about to touch her tens eye, and someone else grabbed, like, grabbed me and tried to pull me up. Yeah. And I was like, no, I've, I touched the great white. I was just did so you, ecstatic. Did you, did you yeah. Touch oh, it? I, I touched it. Oh, yeah. nice. All right. But it was like, I came up and I was loving life. I was the happiest I'd ever been. Yeah. I looked death in a rolled up eye and I survived. <laughs> right, right. And I was so, I was like, Justin, thanks so much. And like, I w- went down a couple more times. Then we got out and PJ was like, Hey, you want to go again? No. Right. Yeah. That, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's it. Yep. I've danced yep. with the devil. <laughs> right. You only danced with the devil once. Ain't going right? to be yeah, no yeah, rematch. That, yeah. Amen to that. Yeah. <laughs> and then we come back. It was freezing too. Oh man, it was cold. It was so uh, cold. We come back and PJ goes into the into the gift shop, and we went in there, and they had this Megalodon shark tooth, and it was expensive. And I was like, oh, man, this is awesome, and I could not let it go. And I was just so, like, thankful, and I was, like, literally driving back on the boat with the biggest smile on my face ever. Like, I was just truly had had a moment of a lifetime. And then he comes back, and he goes, hey, I want you to have this. 
and he gives me the fossil, which I still have to this day. My plan oh, was, oh. my plan was, and it's a giant shark tooth. My plan was to have it made into a necklace, but to do it, they had to drill a hole through it. And I was like, no, this isn't, sorry. This is something I, I keep it with. It's, I see wherever yeah. I go, it's with me. And uh, it was one of the coolest moments, you know, and I just remember, and it was like, and it, the party kept going. Like we, we assumed we had a couple matches. I don't even remember the matches. Right. I just remember one night they just said, Hey, Aaron and uh, Dustin, I mean, uh, and uh, Cody are going to get in a fight and you guys just leave the ring. I'm like, cool. Yeah. I got lions tomorrow. Right. So I can get right. some sleep, yeah. you know, yeah. and they took us to the place. And uh, again, uh, David Attenborough would have been proud. Uh, I had figured out the lion call. So they had these beautiful and the can the place you, you took us to, they have these rare lions. They're not white. They're kind of manila. They're very rare and they're gorgeous. I mean, they're just gorgeous. And uh, I, there's this movie called to walk with lions and the actor he kept, like, you know how he call a lion? You just say, he's like, who's the ruler of the land? And you say, I am, I am, which sounds like <laughs> right, them, right? Yeah. So I'm sitting there next to AJ, and I'm like, I am, I am. <laughs> and they start doing it back. And again, I'm like, bucket list. Like, That's this is awesome. the greatest That's really day brilliant. of my life. Like, I, I petted a cheetah without permission. Uh, <laughs> and then uh, oh, the, cool. the only thing I listened to orders was the wild dogs. The, the, the guy was like, no, my friend. We don't, we don't, we don't f with the dogs. They're never, they always want to eat you. They're, you're never gonna, they're never gonna be happy to see you. They're always gonna eat you. I raise them from pups. They'll eat me the first chance they get. So we, we respected the dog rules. But uh, it was, I know we had some wrestling matches. Right. Yeah. I know. Yeah. 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 Right. Was some wrestling matches. They were in it. Right. They're in there. You know what I do remember? You know what I do remember is the flight to Durban. Can you remember the flight that we had to Durban from Cape Town? Oh yeah. I, I just remember this weird airline that I've never even heard of. It was like Orange Airlines or Mango Airlines or whatever. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and I, I just remember like the, the pilot was so stoked that there were so many big wrestlers on there. And I remember Seamus couldn't fit in his seat because they didn't have first class on no. his flights. And, and I just remember Seamus went into the cockpit because the pilot wanted to meet him. And he only came out after the plane landed. Yeah. I was just like, this, this will never happen in any other country in any no. other situation. He let him ride with, shotgun. With Seamus yeah. <laughs> Seamus <laughs> rode shotgun on a plane. <laughs> what you an should... awesome moment for him, yeah. But um, yeah, was, I mean, there was a lot of little things like that on the trip that I remember, like the like the, the lion park and going up the uh, the cable mountain because I was the official ambassador of Table Mountain at the time because we were trying to get it one of the the, the, the five natural wonders of the world, which we succeeded, by the way. So um, it was me and a bunch of other local athletes and celebrities who all like went on TV and we got people to vote for this and stuff. And uh, I had a bunch of the, the boys on the road vote for me. So thank you for that help, by the way, Tyrus. Oh, yeah. Oh, by the way, I ended up going back after my WWE time. PJ hit me up and he's like, hey, I got a tour. I'm in. I'm in. Uh-huh. And, and we went back. <laughs> and uh, we could go on. But it was... Pro- and hey, check out that thing on YouTube. And I'm gonna I'm gonna post uh, some stuff when this when this uh, podcast drops. Some of the photos, the helicopter photos, uh, my megalodon tooth, and the greatest view you've ever seen. And PJ continues. I mean, you've wrestled everywhere, all forms of leagues, and coming from humble beginnings. Now, normally, PJ, we'd have a legend. Countries now. Yeah, you, you, sixty-five countries. Are, you, are you still skydiving, PJ? Oh, uh, you know what? I wasn't. Well, I'm, I'm sorry. Did no, I? No, no, no. Did I jump the gun on Be- that? No, no, no. Oh, okay. Because he, 
He's the most yeah. fearless man I, I didn't even and, think and about. Yeah. Culture, like, and he would kept, PJ, yeah. you kept trying to get me to skydive. And I said, no, I'm not he was gonna invent jumping a parachute out of, for me. I'm not jumping out of no flight, but yeah, damn, no, PJ. Like, I mean, are you still doing that? Uh, I haven't done it in a quite a while. Oh, like okay. Paraglider. He's yeah. Oh, right, right. Okay, yeah, you, it's yeah. More, it's more like peaceful because I can just hike up any mountain. And he was riding a motorcycle around a Tampa. Picture. I remember. I was like, this guy, Point. the Darewolf PJ. Yeah. Darewolf, right? yeah, yeah. Doctor Black, living the life. Yeah. I would get a picture text when I haven't heard from him in a couple months, and it's right. in a hospital. Broke leg, both legs, bro. No problem. But but, I'll but be with back. a with a beautiful smile on his smile face, on his and face, I, I'm yeah. like, you want to? Are you gonna stop that at any point? No. No. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna stop. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna stop for six weeks to heal up. Right. Then right. you're back on the plane. Yeah. You know, and uh, exactly, bro. Every every sport has its injuries. I mean, yeah. would you stop having sex if you if you get a f- uh, STD? No. Well, you know, STD maybe <laughs> not, but broken leg. I gotta be honest. That that's some. There was a moment. Uh, <laughs> you know, stop uh, for a little bit, right? Uh, that's some you can keep. <laughs> with, all, with all due respect, Ma. No, not tonight. I got to walk. Uh, no, thank you. Just no, thank you. I'll pass. Hard pass. Thank you. Uh, you know, and speaking of. What an you, analogy. Huh? What an analogy. But that, that's yeah. how much PJ likes skydiving right yeah. there. That's what that'll tell you. Yeah. 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 He's diving head in. I mean, come on, guys. This is all a video game that we're in anyway. Like, anyone. Uh, here we go. Here. That's yeah. the real PJ, PJ Black. Hey, man. I was waiting for something. Yep. We're all just husks, man. Yeah. We're. You know, I half agree with you, PJ. No. <laughs> We're having so much fun, you know, and I kind of was afraid PJ get on would want to hog him and not let anybody else on the show today. Right, right. We'll be back with much more after this. So, hey, PJ, you know, how you talked about giving a, a young guy a shot. So Trevor and I work with uh, Jeezy and um, he's been yeah. in the game for a minute. And uh, when I got to uh, NWA and I started working with guys, this was a guy that I was like, hey, I want to work with this dude. Like, And uh, I made him uh, – I brought him in because I was being managed by Austin Idol. But I was like, this dude, Jeezy, does it all. Like, He does it all, and all he needs is a shot. And uh, so he started being uh, – we incorporated him in – and uh, his money management thing, and he's blown up to the point where it's just me and Jeezy now, pretty much, because this guy is well, just over. And then he can work unbelievably. Like he can, it's he can just go. Perfect example of giving a guy an opportunity that someone else has passed by, and you guys are killing it, man. Like, like he cut a promo, and I was just and not to cut you off, Trevor. He cut a promo. I was like, why is this guy not somewhere? You know, yep. he is somewhere. He was in NWA, but he was he was under the radar. You know, and uh, then I I said, hey, uh, Billy, because Homicide had just won uh, the lightweight championship. And I said, let GZ and him go. Give him 20 minutes. You know, and he's yep. like, oh, I don't know. And they, and they tore the house down, you know. And, oh, he uh, can work for sure. Yeah. That's, again, man, like you give a guy an opportunity, let him go out there and let him Never shine. judge a book by its cover, you know. And uh, I, I guess, yeah. you know, in this day and age, it's all about height and size. And, and sometimes we forget. That talent, in, especially in, in in our sport, size is secondary. Yep. It really you, is. Because you know, San, well, we had Santino on last yeah. week. He said, we were pulling up to a building one time, and he said something to me I'll never forget, because they were like, are you a wrestler? 
Right. Somebody said something yeah. like that to him. And he goes, I may, I, he said something about you may be six, eight or six, nine, but can you sing and dance? You know what yeah. I mean? And yeah. he, he meant it right. on a deeper level though. Can, yeah. can you entertain, you can know, you and I, I'll never forget that. Yes. I, yeah. So well, uh, can, I, all right, can I ask you a question then? If we we're talking about trying to stand out like PJ, what was your ideas and thinking when you're standing next to all those guys in Nexus? how are you were going to stand out oh so so let me let me backtrack a little bit so when i got to fcw right so i, I built a career on just being the pretty boy being the poster boy being this good looking kid and at the time i was doing this porn star gimmick and i remember getting to fcw and everyone was like everyone was like uh yeah you cannot wear those on tv you're gonna <laughs> so you know my, my whole life I, was, I stood out because i was I just different looking i was you know like god he was incredibly good looking yeah. everybody all right <laughs> okay but 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 the, but then i got to fcw and there were many others like me right there were hundreds of there were probably a hundred guys on on the roster and there were quite a few guys like me and i was like oh and they like better looking than me and like bigger than me and i can thank move, you but so i kind of had to navigate <laughs> <laughs> navigate that it was it was quite a challenge and it was it was probably the the first time in my life that i had to work really hard for something yeah if if, if uh if, if that makes any sense. <laughs> no, yeah. yeah, and I think that's where your work, where you became the worker opposed to the gimmick, you know, because a good-looking guy is a gimmick, you know, yeah. just like a Funkasaurus yeah. is a gimmick. But you have to be able to work because the gimmick doesn't mean as much if you can't work. Yeah, and, and it always, like, not to say, but it can't work against you. you oh, know yeah, I mean? one like, thing is you get put in a pigeonhole. Yeah. Like, if we you, can only have him in spots where he's facing hard camera because he's so incredibly good looking. Yeah, I mean, there was... So he I, can't do house shows. And, and and you're right, PJ. I mean, we walked into that, or everybody walked into that building, and there was 100 guys there, and, and by God, if 50 of them weren't gone every three months, and another 50 showed up. You know what I mean? So you, so you, you really had to have an intangible quality. You have quality to be a and, diamond and, in and, the rough. Yeah, yeah, and learn to entertain and all. All of that stuff. So speaking yep. of Diamond in the Rough, uh, Jeezy, are you with us? I'm with you. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear uh -oh. you. Uh, so right, cool. uh, introduce yourself. Now we got PJ Black, uh, you know Trevor, uh, the yep. NWA World Heavyweight Champion for now. Yes, sir. And the two-time NWA World Heavyweight yeah, Champion. Thank you, Jeezy. I appreciate you, Jeezy. I appreciate uh, that. Wow. <laughs> well, when you're good, you only got to have it one time. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So, hey, Jeezy, we were just talking. About, I don't know if, how much you heard. So uh, I don't know if you've ever actually uh, worked or been on the same card as uh, PJ or Danger Wolf. Um, because you've been in this game a minute and yeah, I was just saying, yeah. uh, when I came into NWA, uh, the first time I met you, I was like, this dude's a star. Why are we not, why are we not using him? And, uh, they're like, well, you already have a manager. And I was like, nah, bring, Hey, hell no, bring him in. Like he can work too, you know? And, uh, so you gotta, your, your story is pretty cool. So what got you uh, into the sport? Uh, I used to watch it as a kid. I used to watch it with my grandma when I was really young and, once I started watching it, that, that was literally all that I ever wanted to do. It was it was this, it was pro wrestler and actor, you know what I mean? So I feel like um, it's a mixture of both worlds, you know? So, like, uh, that that was always the goal, to get in pro wrestling, you know? So you broke, what's the, where did you break in at? I broke in in Philly a long time ago. I've been in, I started, I, I had my first match in February of 2000. So, yeah, it's been a, it's been a long time, you know what I mean, on the Indies. For, for a long time, um, did extra work with WWE back when back when Ryback was first brought in, um, and then I did a handful of shots with TNA. Um, did some ROH, but I never but I never had that 
that run was a company that had TV. Like, I did a lot of cool stuff on the Indies. You know, I've traveled the world, been to Japan a couple times. I did. I have like a, a good resume. I think, yeah, but solid resume. What, what I was, well, what I was missing was that TV experience. That was something that that I really needed and and, and I wanted to have. You know, and like getting this opportunity with NWA. You know, it's uh, it, it was it was really great for me, and I appreciate it. Well, I mean, you just you killing it, bro. Like we started out with right. a big group, and now it's literally you and me. I mean, we still part of the crew, but. You know, just, there's just not enough mic time because, uh, like, I don't think you've ever missed a cue, you know, and, and I don't really plan anything. I just kind of just wing it, and Jeezy's always there. But then your work is like they forget, you know, because I, I hate to because it's it's stupid when you talk about, like, a, a guy is short in, in, in sports entertainment. That's dumb because right. it doesn't really matter. Right, right. Yeah. yeah, like, that's like saying Ray Mysterio isn't a Hall of Famer because he's short. It's just yeah. stupid. You know, and, and you know, we all look a little bigger on television than we actually yes, are, just to yes, be truthful. Yeah. So, yeah. I know some six six guys <laughs> right. with lifts in their shoes. I know, okay? yeah, when I got there, I was like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, that used to blow my mind. <laughs> right. I was like, bro, how are you taller than me? When, uh, yeah, you have lifts on, <laughs> what? I'm like, you're already sick. What, why? It's like, damn, you look a lot bigger on television. That's, yeah. That was my gimmick. Oh, Triple H walked by, and I was like, I'm nose to nose with that cat. I'm as big as, I'm at least as tall as he <laughs> right. is. And then, yeah, and then what happens is big guys with lifts can't walk in the ring. So right. they're like wobbling <laughs> and stuff. And they're like, oh, yeah, it's bad. Look like baby giraffes. Yeah, pulling carts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I was because I was always told, you know, be in boots, right? Yeah, you're 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 a professional wrestler, Alex Riley. That's what you're, you know, you you're, lace them up. You're that tall, yes. be in boots. But uh, damn it, if I didn't have a hard time at times moving in boots, well, you so never I, wore them. Well, yeah, that's so I was going back and forth between boots and kick pads, and it was just now, Jeezy. Yeah. I don't know if you agree with me on this one or not, but if you don't throw kicks, I don't think you should be allowed to wear kick yeah, pads. Yeah, that was a. <laughs> I believe I brought that up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I agree. I agree. You know, like you know, a lot, a lot of guys, a lot of guys wear the kick pads because it looks cool. But yeah, I agree. You, if you're gonna wear them, you should be doing kick. Yeah. But I also, but I also get the aesthetics of it. So you know what I mean. You always want to go out there and look fly. So like, kick pads look pretty cool. I used to wear them. I kicked a little, but I like boots now. I, I love right. boots. Yeah, that, that, that's the best look for me. PJ wears kick pads. Thank God. <laughs> because yeah. I've, been, yeah. I've gotten a few of those. PJ kicked me in the throat one time, and my voice is still healing. Yeah. I believe. Yeah, it's like PJ he hits you, and you want to stop the match. Oh, and be oh like, yeah, are those kick pads. <laughs> yeah, how many? Right. How many inches you I got do, in there? I swear to God, my voice still healing yeah. from from one of PJ's. Uh, Daniel Bryant was another one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm the safest guy. I'm the safest guy by far. So that makes me feel safe. So yeah. Okay. That's fair. No. 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 Yeah. No. 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 I like I said, the only guy ever stiffed in the ring was Fred because he pissed me off because he was on the wrong side of a clothesline for like the third time so right. I stuck the elbow out because yeah. I wasn't I if you're in the wrong spot out there you'll, you'll catch one you'll yeah, catch yeah, one yeah real quick and, and, and like you know uh, hey geez you're gonna love this story so uh, I'm in South Africa doing a tour with PJ and PJ mm -hmm. coming back was a big deal I mean it was a big deal people were just ecstatic that PJ was coming back uh, to do this show. And he, uh, PJ, you were, I will leave him nameless or whatever, but he was a wrestling guy that he had broke in with, that he had trained with. And PJ went off uh, to America and, you know, really blossomed and, and, and had a great run in the WWE and, and several other organizations and um, had wrestled everywhere and everyone. 
And so he was coming back home and he was wrestling somebody he trained with, if I'm remembering the story correctly, correct? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And yeah, me and him had, had some great matches. When remember when I, we had that TV deal in South Africa before I went to WWE? Right. Like he, he was probably one of the biggest stars. I mean, you, you saw what he looked like, right? He was yeah. just a massive, massive star. So 10 years go by and I wrestle this guy and, I, and I'm thinking, okay, he, he must have progressed in the last 10 years as much as I have, right? So I put together this match on paper. It was going to be the match of my life, the match of his life by far. And it was in front of his, in his hometown, in front of his, his friends and family, right? Now there are thousands of people in the audience and a lot of them know him because he's a hometown hero. And uh, this guy just freezes in the first minute, you know, he was just probably nervous oh. or whatever it was. And he starts shooting on me. So I just like, I grab him in a hold and I just let him calm down and we kind of have to do a few more moves and he just f up the spot, f up the next one, f up the next one. And then he starts shooting on me again. And I just, I was like, I've had enough. I just choke, I just choke him out. I do my, you know, the springboard moonsault I do. I do the springboard moonsault, the ref goes one, two. I do the old heel thing where I pick up the hair. I'm like, no, 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 one more. I do another moonsault. Ref goes one, two. I'm like, no, no, no. Pick him up by the hair. But this he's time out. I go do the he's, he's asleep. He's out. He's out. He's out. <laughs> so this time I do the springboard 450 because I got to give the, 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 the crowd a show, right? They, they've been wanting to see PJ Black for, for so many years now in South Africa. So I do the springboard 450, one, two, and I just pull him up. I'm like, no, no, no. But as I pull him up, um, I, I put my hand behind his neck and my other hand in between his legs, and I make it look like he small packages me. And I just tell oh, the rest, I'm like, count, count, count. And this guy's knocked out. So he just small packages me. Well, me putting myself into a small package. One, two, three. There you go. He wins, but he's knocked out. I just, I just. But he wait. Hey, and I'm watching. Stage. I'm no longer in the back. Forward. I'm in the hallway watching this match, like giggling, because I know he's out. And I'm like, PJ, <laughs> PJ put him out. And when he woke up, he acted like he won the lottery. Like he had no, he acted like he was, he was like thanking everybody in the back and like, oh, what a match, what a match. And I just he said, the best, match of yeah, best match of his career. Yeah, he did out cold. And I said, you and don't remember one thing it. about it. Mm -hmm. You don't remember nothing ah. about it. <laughs> hey, oh, bless his soul. He passed away last year. Oh, he did? Oh, oh he was young. We could have led with that. We could have led with that, yeah. man. <laughs> we could have started the story with that. Yeah, because now it sounds like you killed a guy. <laughs> we were just <laughs> I wasn't. I did detect Trevor. Trevor was a little negative. Jeezy, couldn't you tell that Trevor was being negative? Oh, Think about this. That. I did the job. I did the yeah. job in front of me as hometown. Nobody else would have done that. Everyone no. else would have just covered him and no. said him one, two, three. Yep. Anybody else in the business would have done and that. And that's why I said that's literally the nicest guy you don't want to shoot on. Because, yeah. like I said, he he went to sleep and he woke up a winner. So, I mean, if that's not, if that's not inspiration. And still had a five-star match. And still had a five-star match. Yeah. And no one knows, but. It's like in Wrestle Bruce. He did. He did. A limp one, but he he did. <laughs> it sounds like we got to get the NWA booked in South Africa. That's what it sounds Actually, go. it's funny. No, I, PJ go. and I have been discussing been that, trying to, get that, that, trying to get that laid back, uh, laid down. Oh, because... no. Don't tempt me now. Hello, everyone. We got to get a couple of before the show. Yes. Good idea. Yes. I, this, the show can start now. Thank you. Sorry I'm late. <laughs> uh, another wise uh, man. Uh, <laughs> Aaron, we started like 45 minutes ago. <laughs> we have P PJs Aaron's on. Aaron's time for the outro. Yeah. Aaron's just in time for the outro. Just yeah. uh, give us the, the goodbye signal. Thanks. <laughs> PJ, what's going on, man? We've already know. He already told us what's going on. Well, 
you know what? This is obviously uh, a miscalculation. So I tell you what, tell me everything you've talked about. I will give everyone my opinion on it, and then we can resume. Jeezy's uh, right? I mean, also on. Uh, we were just talking to Jeezy, hearing about his career before you rudely interrupted. Uh, What's up, man? Man, is Jeezy still on? What's happening, Jeezy? How you doing? Chilling, man. Chilling. How you doing? Man, we're just maintaining. You know what I mean? I'm, uh, I'm actually squatting right now at Santino's parents' house. He actually left the country and just said, hey, my parents, uh, they haven't moved out of their house yet. Like, they're, they're now living. You ran Santino uh, out of his own country? Is that what you're telling me? He's like, no, you stand he, invited me, he invited me to his home. And then after I got a plane ticket, he's like, oh, by the way, I'm leaving like two days early. So we're back to Toronto. He would do some, yeah. some shit like that just to entertain himself, too, I believe, Santino. No, right? dude, yeah. I'm talking that- like... <laughs> It, no, it, there's a mattress, a pillow, and a towel. Like, and he just said, "No, just stay here. That's it. Like, it's terrible, man. It's awful. It's terrible. I feel like I'm in prison. You know. And uh, luckily, the people are so nice in Canada. Yeah. You know, it makes it a little more bearable. But, uh, but no. So seriously, I mean, we we want to hear my opinion. We were talking about, uh, I, I assume, some South Africa stories. We have uh, PJ on here. Yeah, we already did all that. Oh, yeah, we, we, we. Yeah, we did. Yeah, tell us your South African story. Um, I re- well, you know what? I just remember it was well. Actually, it was uh, involving our friend Tyrus um, to where we did a thing with Money in the Bank when I had won the briefcase, but they were um, like a week or two weeks behind in the TV. So Cody and I were still a tag team, even though we were feuding on TV. And then we wrestled uh, Tyrus and Tenzai. And then we had to actually wrestle each other. And when all was said and done, we were actually out there. It was like 48 minutes or something crazy like that. And um, that was my favorite South African story because we were in that outdoor stadium. But you know what? I'm going to not talk about myself. For so a then we can say goodbye. And, uh, Yo, let me, can I tell you guys something about that outdoor stadium? So it's a, it's a, it's a tennis stadium in Durban, right? So that's a place you actually cut me off. first match ever. That's a great stadium. But I also want to say how PJ's oh, dad was, in my opinion, one of the best workers of his day by far. And uh, I just want to make sure that we, you guys talked and gave the Pink Panther credit because I actually stole a lot of my standout stuff from him. He was amazing. Yeah, we we co- we covered that, Aaron. See, this is what happens when you're late. and you're. Well, and- it helps if it comes from my voice, too, because I just have a very calming, reassuring voice. <laughs> and I think to the listener, we have to hit all demographics. Hey, just- guys, so funny story about that, that tennis stadium, right? It's like a national treasure. When I was a kid, I saw Hogan there. I saw Andre there. You know, the, the, the building is a piece of trash, but it has a lot of history. And it's funny that WWE still tours there till this day so i remember wrestling fandango there with the wwe in that stadium and i had my very very first match there in 1997 um, wow. my very very first match and it was so it was pretty cool and then when i wrestled there with wwe it was actually on my dad's birthday so it was pretty special oh, um, that yeah dude and I, I believe that taker had one of his first matches in that building too so taker was um he was training for like a week or two weeks, and he went on to a South African tour with no experience. So he, he kind of got in-ring oh. experience in South Africa, and that, that stadium was also one of his firsts, actually. It's an historic wrestling place, and a lot of people don't know that. South Africa has a rich wrestling history, uh, and and you have you obviously are the shining star of that because you represent that, and you represent it at a high level. Uh, Jeezy, what's what's coming up for you? I, I noticed, because uh, you know, I'm always on your... Uh, Instagram and stuff. You got some stuff coming up, right? Yeah, tomorrow in uh in Rich in Richfield Park, I have a show for uh it's called Find Yourself Wrestling. I believe it's their first show. 
Um, Saturday, I'm double-shotting. I have one in Bayville, New Jersey, for Titan Wrestling, followed by a show in Brooklyn for Catalyst Wrestling. Then on Sunday, I have a show for Pro Wrestling R in New Jersey. Uh, so it's a pretty full weekend. Looking forward to it, you know? Yeah, you always work. Good for you, buddy. Good always work. Thank you. Thank and, you, uh, Thank he, you, and, uh Make that money. Yes, yes, Aaron, he's getting paid. I, I just want to say, man, I'm excited about the future work with you, NWA. I think we got big things on the horizon, man, and, and I appreciate you. So, I, PJ, man, please come back. Jeezy, please come back. Uh, Aaron, thanks for showing up. Uh, Trevor, uh, I'm going to end the show, but before I do, if you think I'm letting you get off the hook from the text message you sent me this week, you are oh, badly mistaken. Oh, what? And I'm for a reason, bro. Like, <laughs> so that's why you ain't got many friends, man. Just let's be realistic here. No, I got, I got, I got <laughs> friends. Okay, but you, when someone sends you this type of stuff, like, and he, <laughs> I'm chilling, minding my own business, just, just doing my thing, working on a number one show. I don't. Know if you guys right. have been right. aware. Uh, uh. And I get a, I get a text from, oh, cousin Trevor. And he says to me, his, oh, man, hold on. I got to, there's so much. No, I'll I'll tell it. No, 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 no. Because you know what? All right. I'll let you tell it and fact check you. Go ahead. Okay. All right. So, like, my wife and I were sitting on the couch and we're just having some coffee and we're talking about Tyrus and the show and just glad that one of the good guys is, 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 things are going well. And she looks over at me and she goes, you and Tyrus remind me of like Snoop Dogg and, and Martha Stewart. And I looked at it all cockeyed. I was like, I, I better be Snoop Dogg. Like, come on. And she goes, go make me some cookies, bitch. And I was like, oh. So he texts. He cut me. He's telling the truth. So then I said, yes, Martha, go make them cookies. <laughs> to which he said, bull. I said, did you make them? He says, well, yeah, who doesn't but love cookies? Good. I said, okay, then. We all love cookies, but only Martha <laughs> bakes them. <laughs> so then I said, Martha, do you have a family recipe? To which he said, not on cookies, but I do have a family recipe for coleslaw. I do. <laughs> like, I do. it's the best coleslaw you ever had. I, I, Three I, generations. <laughs> You have eaten my coleslaw, Aaron. You know that fire. And then I said, lying. "He ain't lying." And then I just said, "You just went from cookies to coleslaw." Hashtag Martha. And he you was like, "Hello." Me, and then he I'm fired. Proud. He fired back with that fire though. And I just wrote, "I'm sure it is." So it is. With that, for more podcasts <laughs> like this. Just like this, you can check us out at foxnewspodcast.com. Everybody who quotes Trevor, he will send you a bag of coleslaw. So please uh, leave your comments and and subscribe because that is fire. Duff said. The Will Cain Show is now dropping five episodes a week. Join Fox and Friends weekend host Will Cain as he tackles the latest headlines from his unique perspective, along with thought-provoking interviews with leading figures and live calls from viewers and listeners. Listen wherever you download your favorite podcasts.